Okay, so I think this is going to be most likely the final episode of this topic, at least in this order. I mean, I may eventually some in the far, far future probably talk about relationships again. But I think for the most part, I'm going to be done talking about this in parts. So if it, I end up discussing it again, then yeah, but this is going to be a pretty long episode. I'm going to try to wrap it up and finish it up in the things that a lot of the reasons why, like I choose to be single, just wrap it up into one episode. You know, after all, it is a podcast. Why not, you know, make it into one? I wanted to do it into parts because, you know, I was coming home from work tired and stuff. So today I didn't work because it was raining really bad. So I feel okay to talk about things. And I think I can kind of summarize most of what I want to talk about in this one episode. So, yeah. But yeah, I'm going to be all over the place as always. And yeah, I try my best to try to be consistent. But hey, it is what it is. I never end up being consistent, even if I try. So, like I said, I, there are a lot of issues that I have that one, you know, not only having to deal with insecurities, having to deal, you know, with a lot of my own issues, you know, whether it's trust issues, not feeling like I'm good enough, knowing like the reality. I don't know if it's not like knowing that I'm not good enough because like the reality is that there's always going to be someone better than you at something. And that's just kind of like a fact and objective truth. But why does it matter? that it should be irrelevant. I don't know why it's in the back of my mind thinking that a person that chooses to be with me is going to leave me for someone who is better than me at certain things. And like, I don't know why that's one of the things that kind of scares me, but I think one of the stuff is feeling that I'm, I'm basically not good enough knowing that I'm not good enough because there's a, there's something feeling like I'm not good enough. And then there's another like, issue knowing that I'm not good enough right like I objectively know that I am not good enough to be in a relationship like I what I can provide is basically nothing besides like kindness being you know faithful loyal being like you know lovable what what are not lovable like I'm lovable but I can be a lovable person to someone else and but these are I feel like these are just common basics that doesn't establish me as a person doesn't bring any characteristics of what someone else is looking for right like these are just simple things and even though there's something simple it doesn't take away from the fact that there's still like amazing qualities that some people should have right like some people admire intellectual conversation some people enjoy talking about politics you know you can have those type of relationships where your significant others well versed into the politics stuff and they know a lot about political things maybe you're into like someone who's in the same religion you are and or someone who is vegan, like we all have our different preferences of what kind of defines us as people that we have our own ideologies and morals that we stand by. And yet here I am not knowing where I stand on anything, not knowing what type of person I actually am, you know, besides knowing that I think that I'm a kind and okay person to think that I'm able to be loyal and like these simple things that shouldn't be even brought up in a relationship because these are just things that should be a given once you're in a relationship right and as long as you establish th those rules and you're in that type of relationship because you know there's open relationships as well so it's not like you have to be faithful as long as you know those are the rules that you said between your significant other but if you remove that concept it's kind of like what else do i provide right like i'm not making enough money 
but is that an important factor to some people? I'm not a very motivational person. Is that a big factor to people? You know, like when someone's looking for a partner, I'm not um, a very positive person, right? Like if you've listened to any of my episodes, you can kind of right away tell. Obviously, it doesn't show when I talk to people in person because I don't want to have that energy around them to, you know, upset them or make them feel like, they're surrounded by negative energy constantly being around me so i try my best to like just put on an act but still like if when you're in a relationship and you're going to like eventually spend every single day with someone when you move in together it's like it's going to be hard to hide that and even if you hide it too you're not being vulnerably open about you know what you feel and how you feel so it's basically based on a lie so there's just I don't know there's just a lot of things that are scary about being in a relationship and i think that comes with everything right like anything in life can is scary everything comes with pros and cons it's just about how you perceive things and how you handle certain situations but i'm very bad at handling like every time like especially when like heartbroken like i'm afraid to be cheated on i'm afraid to be vulnerable i'm afraid to be like this and that when it comes to like being in a relationship and it's not because I'm afraid to actually be these things, but more afraid of the reaction of the partner that I'm with, you know, like I remember when I used to be vulnerable many times with, you know, different, whether it was dating or hookup or in my previous relationships, I just felt like they made him seem that my problems were so significant, like so insignificant that they didn't mean anything that, it was basically irrelevant to talk about anything that I was talking about that my problems and issues didn't really matter at the end of the day in the things that I was going through. It felt like they would listen without listening, if that makes sense, right? Like they would pretend to hear you out, but they never really check up on you. They never really paid attention to what you said. They never really focused on the things that you were talking about. Now, granted, a whole bunch of things could have been happening from their perspective right and it's hard for me to know if they've never told me right like maybe someone was drunk maybe someone was like super high maybe someone had their own issues that they were thinking about and, and so like it's I'm not saying that any of these people that have ever made me feel this way are bad people or whatever it's just simply from my own perspective and at the time whenever I expressed my vulnerability about certain topics it just felt like no one wanted to listen. No one wanted to talk about things. And I get that everyone has their own issues. Everyone has their own problems. Yeah, there's some people who are good with dealing with their own problems because they found out how to navigate the world and how to navigate, how to like deal with what they're going through and their struggles, right? But I think for a lot of us, we do have a lot of individual problems that may be different than someone else, right? Some of us may not necessarily have trust issues or jealousy within a relationship, but we have other issues, whether it's money problems, financial problems, wanting to be the best version of ourselves to provide for the people that we love. Maybe it's trying to improve at certain aspects in life and get somewhere in life or being able to do something that you tr are truly passionate about. Like we all have specific things sometimes. And some of us are still on that quest of trying to figure out what it is that we want to do or what it is that we want to be and become before like our time is up in this world. But I think that's just holding like the traumatic past which i need to before i ever move into a relationship because i don't want to 
bring all this baggage into a relationship and have someone else suffer for problems that they were never the reason or the cause of, right? Like, I don't want to bring things into my life and bring it into theirs when maybe I could have fixed it. And if it's something that's not going to be fixable, like, I feel like I'm always going to be like a negative person. You know, it's just something that I have to sort of learn to navigate with it and kind of balance it out in some sort of way. Because I, I do truly feel like there's a difference between just being like sad because something bad happened and then just being sad for no reason, like having no explanation, but just feeling like this pit of emptiness and hopelessness and feeling like you just have nowhere to go and nothing to do. And like, it's just, you're just sort of running on autopilot, waiting for something to happen, but you know, nothing's ever going to happen unless you make a change in your life. And every change that you do, you feel like the change is kind of pointless because it's like, what are you actually trying to change for? What are you actually trying to accomplish? The only thing that you know, or at least I know, is that I'm trying to stop feeling the way that I feel. But I feel like the reality is I don't even understand why I feel the way that I do when it comes to certain things. But getting back into the whole relationship thing, like this has to do with that, because bringing that into a relationship, like imagine having kids what I, I don't think that I want, but I'm not like open to. Well, I'm open to having them and whatever, but it's not like I need to be in a relationship and then get married and then have kids, right? It can go either way. Just knowing the situation that I'm in now, knowing how my mentality works right now, I don't want to be in that type of situation to where I have a family and I have kids and I have a wife or whatever, and I end up not being able to be the best version for them to be able to protect them, to be able to take care of them. And I don't mean like protect them like financially or whatever, but even that, because that's important, right? Like you need to be able to have enough when it comes to these certain aspects, but there's a lot of things to worry about when it comes to a relationship. There's also a lot of positive things as well. Like I don't deny the fact that there's positives to this, but it seems that the negatives outweigh the positive things when it comes to a relationship for me, at least the way that I tend to look at it. So it's like whenever I'm, open up myself or whenever I'm vulnerable it's like I guess I could use an example I remember I told someone something really important and it, and it had to do with the death right and like someone dying in my family a few years ago and I remember talking to this person and we talked I don't know for about 10 minutes because I was going through some stuff so like you know, I let them know what's going on. They wanted to hear from me. They wanted to know like why I wasn't really talkative or why, like, wasn't I playing games with them and like all this other types of stuff. And I told them what was going on. I told this person and like, I don't, I don't know exactly how many weeks or months passed by. I, I would want to say like a month at least passed by. And you know, they were asking me, you are you good what's going on and stuff like that like we haven't seen you we haven't like done this and we haven't been doing that or playing games like where have you been and like you know i told them the same thing that i told them before that i was you know kind of still dealing with the trauma of what happened and they were like wait what happened and they basically didn't even remember what i said let's put it that way like that's and that really hurt me and i, I never told this person that because it's kind of like well whatever like eventually we just stopped talking like I have this 
so many things happen that I don't blame. I'm not saying that these people are bad people. Or that person was a bad person. You know, maybe they were going through some stuff. Maybe they were drunk. They were high. There could be a variety of different things. But whenever it happens to me often, and it's not like it happens every day or every year, right? But it, it seems to be a constant thing, right? Like it happened when I was in high school. It happened coming out of high school with certain friends and like so on with people that I consider to be friends and, and then people who I consider to kind of be like saying that they care, but they really don't care. I wouldn't call them friends, but maybe it was like dating or friends kind of like dating or whatever, hooking up, even relationships. And it would be like they wouldn't remember what I was talking about. Like my problems meant that little to them that... <laughs> They weren't worth remembering and that feeling sort of sucks and I'm afraid to be open to a particular like particular people to know that they're not even going to recognize or remember what happened the next month, next week, the next day even. And it's kind of like, well, what was the point of me expressing myself if you're not going to even acknowledge the fact that I told you this and you're not really listening, you're just pretending to listen. And maybe this has to do with because I'm like, I actually enjoy listening to people and I tend to re not like purposely remember, like I can, I do forget, if, like I'm talking to a lot of people. I'm obviously not going to be able to remember a lot of stuff, but you know, if you only have a few friends or if you have, you know, something that's important and you have people that you care about, you're obviously going to retain that information and write it down. Like I'm bad at remembering birthdays. So I write all the birthdays down on my phone because I know for a fact that I'm just going to forget. And from some people's perspectives, they can be considering me a bad friend because I'm not good at remembering people's birthdays, including like my family. Right. So it's kind of like, it, it can be seen either way, but for me, like that's just my perspective. And like, it really hurts when I open myself up to individual people and it makes it seem like my problems are not important or valued the way that I see that they should be right. Like, it's not that you have to go over and beyond to check up on me, but to at least acknowledge that what I'm going through is my reality and it's not just a little problem, right? Like I know all of us go through like death, losing loved ones and some of us are able and capable of handling death better than others. And some of us are better equipped to handle like breakups and like a, a lot of variety of different stuff, right? And some are worse at it, you know, like myself at certain situations. But that was, this happened like a few years ago. And when I told this person about this death that occurred in my family, I don't want to get into specifics, but this is like, whenever that happened, like I stopped all communication with this person and I, I don't hate them, but like inside of me, I felt that. I wasn't important enough to anyone and it, it just added upon more of like my insecurities and that added more to my trust issues knowing that well what's the point of being open like talking to anyone about anything right like no one actually cares right like I started having like this really toxic negative mindset which I still have it to an extent till this day which is something that I'm trying to work on so it's just really frustrating to be vocal and imagine me being vocal now, getting into a relationship, opening about certain things that I'm going through. And all of a sudden, like it's not taken as seriously because I remember when I look back at all of my relationships and 
I used to be vocal about something. I used to be very forgiving. So if I said something and it wasn't important to them, even though I noticed that they didn't remember, they weren't listening, I tend to forgive them because I was like blinded by love or lust, whatever you want to call it. And I just let it slide without actually telling them, yo, I think this is wrong. You know, I, I really don't think you're paying attention to me in this way and that, you know, like if you really like I wasn't having a conversation because they were just pretending to listen. And I ch chose to ignore it because I wanted to make the relationship last. I wanted to like protect them and be like, well, you know, they care in their own way, even though like, does that really matter if I feel like I'm not being cared for? You know, just like I would want them to talk to me if they feel like I'm not listening or I'm not actually being vocal or involved into the problems that they feel. Right. Because at the end of the day, if like someone talks to me about their problems, it doesn't matter how I react to it. If they think that I'm not reacting properly to that problem that they're mentioning to me. So I have to be open about listening if they think that I'm not being a good friend to them, if I'm doing something wrong. And I have to be willing to take that into consideration and ask them what I can do to be better as a friend or as a partner so I can make them feel like they are important and to make them feel like I am listening, right? Like I remind them the next day that I remember what they told me and like if we need to talk about it again, like, you know, stuff like that. But that's literally one of my biggest fears. It's just getting into a relationship, being together for like a month and me opening up about something and then realizing, oh, this person actually doesn't care, right? Like they're not listening and I'm just going to be super conflicted it's going to be like in the back of my mind. I'm going to be scared to break it off. And like just a lot of things that's going to be going through my head. So uh, another one of the biggest reasons moving on a little bit away from like the vulnerability aspect. Well, before I move on, I think it's important to be vulnerable, both parties. I know people say, oh, men shouldn't be vulnerable to like their wives. They should be vulnerable to their friends and this and that. I mean, I don't think that's the case. But then again, what do I know? Right. Like I'm single. I'm not married or anything. But I don't think that's healthy to an extent to where like, what's the point of being in a relationship if you're not able to communicate, you know, what you're going through, what you're feeling to your partner, right? Like, obviously, there's things that you got to do alone. You know, like if you want to spend time alone, you want to travel alone, you want to like just have quality time alone to yourself to get to know yourself more. Because when you're with someone for so long and you don't have no space to breathe, it's kind of like your life shouldn't revolve around one person. You know, you should be able to be your own person while in a relationship. You know, you should be able to go out with friends. You should be able to do the things you used to enjoy, you know, as long as you're respecting the boundaries of your significant other and those rules that you have in place for one another. You know, you're obviously not going to go out um, having sex with people because, you know, oh, you know, it's my I want to have fun, you know. But I mean, you make your own rules within the relationship. So as long as you both parties agree and then, you know, respect those boundaries. But what I mean, is like if, I, for instance, I love spending time, a lot of time alone. There might be a week where I just want to play video games and hang out by myself and that's it. And I would want my partner to kind of respect that. Right. And the same goes for my partner. If my partner loves doing certain things, I would want to respect that, too. Like if my partner wanted to go travel to places, you know, I have to keep in mind that now with this other person next to me, I have to put in some sort of effort into that relationship so even if i don't like traveling it's something that my partner loves doing then you know one week two weeks out of the month it's not going to hurt me to go and you know they, under they understand when there's certain occasions where i just don't want to be around them and i just want to be by myself and they can respect that as well and it has nothing to do with them hating me or me hating them it's just 
we each like different things. So, yeah. But sometimes I feel like that's why people get with other people who are kind of compatible in certain aspects, right? So if you both love traveling, it probably works out a little bit better. And if you both don't like spending time with one another as much, you can just like do your own thing and then, you know, go to sleep together or whatever. Like every relationship is kind of different. I think that's a beautiful thing about it. There's not like a one size fits all. <laughs> but I still think personally, I think it's, it's important to be vulnerable. It's important to get to know your significant other over and over like i said people change as they get older doesn't matter like the age that you are like a lot of things are going to influence your mindset the way that you think the way that you view certain things politically spiritually like mentally physically like there's a lot of things maybe you're going to turn into like a gym rat when you're 35 or whatever and like maybe i'm gonna stop going to the gym and working out once i hit my 30s 30 whatever and like, there's just a lot of things that can change for one reason or another. And I think that getting to know someone over and over again, having these conversations and being vulnerable about what you feel from both sides is important. But like I said, what do I know? But that's kind of the thing that I'm afraid of is to be vulnerable and not being taken serious. But moving on away from the vulnerability topic, I like, I don't think I'll ever be okay. And it sounds kind of like fucked up to sort of say like that, but I just don't think I have, I'm ever going to be okay. I, and I'm okay with that, but it's like, I don't think someone should sacrifice or be burdened with how I feel or the person that I am. I like, you can imagine there's probably some people that have like this bubbly personality they're very outgoing and then here comes me and I go into their lives and I'm like the complete opposite I'm always like negative it's not like that I'm toxic but it's like that negative energy to where I'm just depressed or whatever anxiety and all this other stuff and it's like why would I want to be in a relationship if all I'm going to cause is pain like constant like oh you're always moody oh you're always like in your feelings and you're like i don't want to be that person right and I, I think the best way to avoid that is to just be by myself to where i cause no issues to no one around me and i just think that's healthy for other people not necessarily for me but it's not really that much of an importance for it for me to be like healthy like obviously i want to be better but what i mean is i don't want to be in a relationship and that's all they're kind of getting for me, if that makes any sense. <clears throat> so that's a big reason too. like, I just, I'm thinking of someone else, no matter who it is, my future, what if partner in an alternate universe multiverse, <sighs> like they shouldn't have to go through that. If one day I manage to at least be a better version than what I am today, then I can have a different conversation. But for now, I don't think it would be fair. Obviously, some people will still accept me the way that I am. And, you know, that's wonderful. But I, I don't think I would want them to have to deal with that. Right. Like we, we have a lot of other problems with when you get into a relationship and sometimes certain things happen during the relationship or when you're married. And that's not to say that, oh, you know, my partner's suffering from depression and anxiety or from cancer and all this. And it's a stress and I'm just going to leave them because. You know, all they're doing is bringing all this negativity. Like, that's not what I'm saying, but it's like, 
going into a relationship like and that's all they're going to expect and who knows if i'll ever get better it's kind of like well it's different than me going into a relationship happy and then something happens and you know along the way something changes within me and that i get you know cancer or get depression or whatever and yeah, that's a completely different thing still it's really complicated right because you're not supposed to be happy like 100 percent of the time every single day like there's times that you're just going to feel upset you're going to feel anxious you're going to feel stressed you're just going to feel some type of way and life is going to hit you from different perspectives from different angles and you just got to wear protection right so it's just it is what it is sometimes now another thing that i am afraid of is being cheated on man this kind of revolves up around the whole trust issue things i would want to say because honestly being cheated on sucks, right? It, it makes you sort of feel like, well, obviously I wasn't good enough. I didn't meet the standards or the w whatever you wanted me to be. I wasn't that, that you had to cheat on me instead of telling me, yo, you know, I don't want to be with you, blah, 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 this and that, cheated on you. But then there's the other perspective that you can look at it. Maybe they wanted to be with me so badly, but they just wanted to have sex with someone else. Boom, you know, that's how they cheated on me. But still, they disrespected the boundaries of our relationship because that's not what the terms that we agreed on. You know, like if we were in an open relationship, that would be something different. You know, some people are capable of being in a relate an open relationship and sharing one another sexually, but mentally, and you know, like they're going to come back to that one person because they love the way that person's personality is. They love talking to that person. You know, it's more than just a se sexual interaction. So that makes sense, but the relationships that I were in were not open relationships. So the fact that I got cheated on, I'm afraid to get cheated on in the future. I'm afraid that, you know, I'm going to find out. Like, I'll be okay if, like, someone says, it will still hurt, but I would be okay if someone says, you know, like, I'm losing feelings for you or I'm just losing sexual attraction towards you or whatever the situation it is. And, you know, before I cheat on you, I just want to tell you, like, I'm attracted to this other person and, you know, I want to end things because before I end up making, you know, a bad decision. I'm like, okay, well, shit, fuck, it sucks. But I mean, you were at least respectable and you were honest with me to let me know. So yeah, I mean, fuck it. I'm going to go over here and cry in this corner. Fuck, bye. <laughs> you know, so it's like they didn't really hurt me. They still hurt me, but it's like they had enough respect to come to me and let me know what was going on, respect my boundaries and you know, I still have to respect theirs because at the end of the day, you can't force someone to be with you. You can't force someone to make certain choices that you don't want them to make. Sometimes that stuff just happens. So, yeah, I mean, I am afraid of that happening. Another thing that I am afraid of when it comes to like being in a relationship is I'm afraid that I'm not going to receive the same love back, basically, like. You know how whenever you, there's different ways like to show love and affection, right? Like, you know, buying small gifts, kisses on the forehead, you know, small gestures, you know, sweet little things. I, there's different, it, the variety of things that you could do goes on and on. But it, it feels like whenever you get into a relationship, it's kind of like people try their hardest to try to get somebody and once they get him that effort basically goes away like i'm okay with try to, trying in certain occasions try like an anniversary a wedding or whatever the situation with me i'm not saying that that's a problem
But it seems like people go above and beyond. And yet when they, once they get that person that they're with, they no longer start putting the same effort into that relationship. And our relationships take work, right? It's not like you have to do something every single day to make it work, but you have to put in the effort. You have to put in the time just like anything else. And it's kind of scary that if you put all your love into like this relationship and you're treating this person the like in a way that you're showing so much love that you feel that they're not really showing you the same appreciation back. It's kind of a scary thing, right? It's kind of like a, you only give, 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 but you never receive sort of thing. And that's kind of scary. Like I would want it to be both ways to where it's like, you know, I can be vulnerable to you. You can, you know, show me affection, show me that you care about me, show me that, you know, I'm your person, just like I'll show you that you're mine. And you can show this in many different ways. It just depends on the person, right? That's how you get to know one another, see what their likes, their interests are, their dislikes. You know, it can be something that small that's just coming up from behind and like hugging them from the back or whatever the situation may be and appreciating like the little things that they do. Like, oh, you know, you did your hair this way. It looks lovely or whatever. Just, just small things like, I don't know, it's different for everybody, but I'm kind of afraid because that used to happen to me. I used to show used to not only listen right to the things that they wanted from me in my past relationships but also I try to show that I was willing to actually make the effort and take action towards towards showing what I actually feel and how I feel towards them and it was just kind of like upsetting that whenever I wanted the same thing back it was never like done to me i don't know if that makes sense but it was just basically like i was just a boyfriend and once you got me that's it it's like you do this not to make me happy to keep me but i don't have to do anything to keep you because you know i'm the prize it that's kind of how i felt and it was kind of like shitty right it's like you when you hang out with some friends and they take you to a group of other friends and you have anxiety and your friends just start talking to them, but they don't introduce you. They don't like pay attention to how you feel. They don't pay attention to your anxiety. They're not like, are you, are you okay, bro? Like you're good. Like you can go outside if you want, you know? And like, they don't, it's kind of like that feeling, right? They don't check up on you. They don't actually pay attention to how you actually feel. It's more about, oh, yo, we're in this moment. You're with us. You know, everything's cool from their perspective. But yeah, I mean, that's one of the other things. They're not as big as these other ones, but it's still something that I feel that is kind of important, which is why it's kind of scary to be in a relationship, not knowing if that's going to be received, but everything's a risk, right? Like It's not going to be perfect at the end of the day. So, and, and I think one of the other important things and the last things that I want to talk about is I used to think that I knew what love was growing up, right? Like I seen my parents, they'd been together for so many years. And I noticed that my mom and my dad were there, you know, they were like the original, the original, the, like the, the old school, the old generation, you know, like wife stays home, cooks, um, parent, you know, dad goes work, makes money. But then there came a point where, you know, we started struggling and, you know, my mom had to help my dad out and, you know, they both still loved each other. They were both together and they both still had like their issues, right? Like they still argue and they still had like problems that normal people have at least that I would assume and you know people getting sick in our family you know having to work harder and 
all at the same time while still managing to take care of their kids, you know, us and providing the things that we needed, even if they weren't able to get us everything that we needed and or wanted needed and wanted are two different things. But it, I, it always seemed to me like when my first relationship, I thought that, okay, this is going to be like, I had the mindset of this is going to be the one simply because looking at my parents, I was like, I have to make a relationship last. I know that relationships takes work. I know that relationships are not easy. No matter what happens, I'm going to be the best that I can be towards my partner. Right? Like this is it, right? This is my person. You know, this is the first person that I'm with my first love, whatever. Right. Like I'm going to make this work and, you know, I'm, I'm going to try to be open and seeing the mistakes that I make along the way and be respectful of my partner that I was with at the time. And I've made mistakes. She's made mistakes. So, I mean, obviously it didn't work out for a lot of reasons, but I always thought that love was just kind of like this. Like, I remember I went from love being like this fairy tale thing to where you're meant to be with someone and there's someone in the universe meant for you. And you, you'll eventually find that person from random circumstances of choices that you make in life. And they'll somehow pop into your life like this fairy tale. And then after like my first breakup, I kind of, obviously I went through a lot of toxicity within my mind, you know, and I did the whole hookup thing, but I, after a while I started changing my perspective on love that, you know, I started thinking that, well, I mean, what does it actually mean to love someone and what does it mean for someone to love you? Right. And like, what sounds more beautiful or poetic that the universe has someone out there for you. So it's set in stone who you're meant to be with or that you can choose who you want to be with. And then I started asking myself that question and I started reflecting on both of them. And I've talked about this before, but if the universe has someone set in stone that's only meant for you, does that mean you basically have no free will of your own? Because if you cannot choose who you're with and the universe has it set as to who you're with or you're, or who you belong with, that's no choice at all, right? But then again, is that such a bad thing if there's someone already set for you? And then the other one was, you know, if, if you choose who you love and the person like the person that you want to be with, that sounds a little bit more like free will until you start thinking a little, until you start to think about it a little bit harder and a little bit more. It's like, okay, well, if I choose to want to be with this person, but what if they choose to not want to be with me? Then at the end of the day, they literally chose to not be with me. So it wasn't my choice 100% at the end of the day. Right. Like, obviously, I don't want it to be my choice only because then that's still not free will. Right. It, it, it gets a little bit more complicated. I'm not going to go into detail. I've talked about this before in one of my episodes a long time ago. Maybe I'll bring it up one day again, because this is still something I'm trying to discover what love actually is. Not only from like uh, something that you're not going to be able to, to objectively kind of define besides like the chemicals in our brain and by biological like wanting to reproduce and all that i'm not talking about that but the subconsciousness of what we feel and why we feel the way differently than other animals do that are incapable of thinking the way that we do as humans but besides that it's kind of like if i choose to be with someone they choose to not be with me at the end of the day 
that decision was made by two parties. It wasn't made by me and it wasn't just made by them. You know, like the same can go like if they want to be with me, but I don't want to be with them. It's like you're not really choosing, right? You're choosing to an extent. But at the end of the day, the other person still gets to choose as well. So both parties have a say in it. So maybe that is still free will. But there's also other factors around other people who have free will that interact with you that you obviously it's not going to be like a set in stone answer. But some people, you know, believe that the universe has someone set in stone for you. And that probably sounds magical to them. Other people, you know, believe that you're going to choose to whoever, like whoever you want to be with. It's not a fairy tale and it's not like the universe or astrology, whatever you want to call it. To where like the stars need to align in order for you to find your perfect partner. Everyone has a different perspective on how they view finding their partner, what it means to like, what it means to actually love. I still haven't found that answer. It's kind of a complicated thing. I mean, to understand why we love, how we love, and why should we even love? Like, I just don't know what it is, right? Like, this is another thing that I ask myself, okay, I've talked about OnlyFans before, like people who work in the sex industry. And I told myself, this, like everyone who works in the sex industry or makes an OnlyFans account, they're not bad people. They're not like people who cheat. They're not going to be people who are in open relationships. Some of them might be, right? But that comes with everything. Like an actor, a movie star, an accountant, a regular like person, average person. Like we're all average people, but... It's like everyone's capable of making bad choices. Everyone's capable of making good choices. So a lot of the mentality is that people who have an OnlyFans or do work in a sex work are like, because every action that you make and every decision that you choose to make is kind of like a character of your personality, right? So if I choose to join a gang and start like murdering people or selling drugs or whatever, it's like, it kind of speaks to my character of what kind of person I am, but it doesn't tell the whole story, I believe, because there are different situations to why people get into these types of things in the first place, whether they're coming from poverty, whether they're being forced to doing it, whether like the list can go on and on. And it's hard to know every perspective unless you live through them or you've heard other people's experiences of why they got into certain situations. If it's something that you, the only thing that you know in life, you're most likely going to keep repeating the cycle. Now, when it comes to like OnlyFans and just sex work in general, I ask myself the question as to like, am I willing to date someone who works in this type of industry? You know, and there's different levels and different categories. There's like only teasing, you know, like not safe for work, but it's not like completely nude or naked. It's kind of like lingerie, bikinis, you know, normal stuff that you were wearing the beach, but a little bit sexier. And it's like, would I be able to date someone who does that or would I be able to date someone who's naked all the time or would I be able to date a porn star like I ask myself these questions to know what I'm capable who I'm capable of loving and why and why my perspective changes and why I perceive certain things a certain way you know it's like I I really try hard to think about these things and I I've talked about it before but I still don't I still haven't come up with the like 100% conclusion as to why I feel this way, you know, that's why I don't understand what love is because it's a complicated thing for me. It's like, if I would date someone with an OnlyFans, it would be hard for me, if, especially if they still had an OnlyFans, right? Like me being honest with myself, it's like, 
whether it's insecurity, whether it's biology, whether it's just, um, what do you call it? A preference of not wanting to date someone. It's like, there's two different things. There's one, there's a feeling, right? That's, a, that's one thing. And then there's a choice. That's two. Just because I choose something doesn't mean that my feelings kind of align with that. So for instance, if I hit someone in the face, I can choose to hit someone in the face, but it doesn't mean that I'll feel good about it. So it's kind of the same concept. I can choose to date someone that works in the sex industry. If that ever happens, if I meet someone and they're like a great person and have like this lovely personality because they might well be very intellectual in certain aspects, but it's like I can choose it, right? But now how do I deal with how I feel? Because I'm still going to feel like that person doesn't care about me because they're doing, you know, these things for other people to, to look at, right? They're providing like some sort of love or gratification for other people to pleasure themselves. And for some reason, I don't feel okay with that. Now, am I, what, am I okay with those choices? when it comes to outside of my feelings and when it comes to like a logical perspective, I'm okay with it. But when it comes to my emotional interpretation of that reality and how I feel and how I perceive it emotionally and mentally, I don't feel okay with that. And I have a problem kind of distinguishing or kind of like putting together why I feel one way over the other, right? Because I don't think there's anything wrong with sex work as long as it's, I mean, there might be something wrong with it. I don't know. There's a lot of issues that could come from like a lot of lonely men always subscribing to the idea that, you know, women are like just nothing but valued for sex. Like it could become that sort of thing. But this has been going on for since the day like humans were alive, like women have always like there's always been brothels there's always been prostitution there's always been like sex work in general since the beginning of time so i don't think like women women making these choices or not making these choices is going to change the future or the outcome like these things have always been there for like since the beginning of time it's just a little bit more easier to see simply because of the internet it's a, li a little bit easier to criticize it because we can see it you know it's like back then when there were brothels and stuff like that it's like people aren't going on instagram being like yo i just paid this much money to have sex with all these girls it was fun yo come over here check it out right like people weren't doing that it was only like communities and places around the world that you actually have to travel to go through and stuff like that like every town and cities and things had their own things but it, it's a little bit different now where the whole world can kind of see it and they're like oh shameless and this and that but not talking about like this whole stuff like that but just mainly getting into the relationship aspect. Why am I not like, why like logically or like, I don't know what to call it, but why am I okay with choosing to date him? I'll be fine. Choosing to be marry one, I'll be fine. But like, I think that it's okay. But what I feel, I don't feel okay. And I can't pinpoint why that is. You know, like, is it jealousy? Is it, because they're pleasuring other people? Is it because I feel like they're having, you know, these intimate conversations with other men and women about, you know, things that like, I'm, I'm not going to get too deep into this one, but it's almost like if you've ever talked to anyone who works in the sex industry, right? Like you can sometimes like see how passionate they are when they're having sex with someone, or even when it comes to like OnlyFans, how 
the conversations can kind of go like, oh my God, I love you. And like, they're doing all this lovey-dovey stuff. Now, this is not everybody that works in the sex industry, not everyone who has an OnlyFans and all this and that. But a lot of them, you know, they seem to be doing this. And, you know, when I used to sub to people on OnlyFans, you know, they would be the same way towards me, you know, making me kind of feel like I'm important in a sense, you know, like a stripper would whenever you go to the strip club and they're like, hey, you know, sweetie, how's your day been going and all this? And, you know, they play with your hair and try to have this conversation so you can give them money. But it's like, I'm not going to, like I said, I'm not going to get too involved with it. Not now, but it, that whole conversation can be said, oh, but it's not a real conversation. You know, I'm just getting paid to talk that way, you know, but you're providing like so many different aspects, you know, the sexuality of like your body and also the emotional vulnerability all in one, like something that you would do at the same time. Now, now if you separate that, like something that you would do in a relationship, but if you separate that and you only do like sex, like show, show your body online, it would be different than, you know, actually like messaging in the DMs and stuff. But I will still feel some type of way and I can't explain why. So it's something that I've been trying to figure out within myself. Like, well, what does it mean to love somebody, right? Like, I don't understand. Like, why don't I want to be with someone? Like, it's not that I don't want to be with someone who has an OnlyFans. It's that if I would be with someone, I, I feel that I would feel some type of way, right? There's just, like I said, it just goes back to the same concept of like, I can choose to hit someone. I can choose to punch someone. I can choose to like be mean to someone, but it doesn't mean that I'm going to feel okay with that. And I, and even when it comes to like punching someone, why don't I feel okay with that? I can sort of pinpoint it to like, well, I don't like hurting people. So I, it doesn't feel right. But when it comes to like OnlyFans, I don't have an explanation of why I feel the way it's kind of like my depression or anxiety. I don't have an explanation to why I feel sad. Sometimes I just do. It's that kind of feeling. And it's something that I'm trying to discover and learn about myself, but yeah, it's a work in progress. I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's just the way it's supposed to be for me. I don't know. Maybe I'm just weak in all sorts of aspects of my life, but I do hate that a lot of people tend to bash on people who wouldn't date someone with only fans. Like, I feel like you should respect people who, who work in the sex industry, but also, I don't feel like the sex workers should insult people who aren't willing to date them either. Because as long as both people are respecting one another, like, because I do see a lot of people saying, oh, like these hoes, I don't wouldn't date them. It's like they're disrespecting them, right? But then you also see the other side saying, oh, you know, you're insecure if you're not going to date us. Like, you're just an ass. You, you don't know anything. And, you know, go die and, you know, don't live. You don't deserve anyone. And, like, the both sides are playing, like, the bad roles and... I feel like people should try to understand each other and come to a conclusion, a conclusion as to why this is kind of occurring, right? Like it's more complicated than what it is, you know, but it's something that I'm trying to figure out for myself because, you know, the world's going to think something different anyways, because there might be some lovely people that have OnlyFans. I don't know, right? Like I don't really talk to anyone who has an OnlyFans, so I wouldn't really know, but I would imagine that it, they're not like bad people, right? Just like, assuming that actors and rock stars or whatever rap artists are like are like doing drugs and drinking all the time right like when you see that lifestyle on youtube or something so i, I don't know it's, it's really complicated but 
yeah, there's a lot that goes into a relationship. There's a lot that goes into like love, right? It's like me trying to figure out who I am as a person, me trying to figure out what I want in a relationship, me trying to figure out what the concept of love is, at least what it means to me, my own experience and what kind of person I'm going to be with the person that I choose to be with and chooses to be with me. So there's just a lot of like scary risk that I'm afraid of. And there's also a lot of things that I don't want my partner to have to deal with when someone else probably doesn't have the issues that I do that can be a better fit for them than I ever will be. So like at the end of the day, it also has to do with me just not being good enough for someone to be with. Right. Like that's just like the reality of it. It's not that like I'm upset about it or anything. It's just more of the, it's a fact, right? Like there's people better than me. And why would you choose me when there's like literally this guy across the street that's probably taller than me, more handsome than me, probably is nicer than me, happier than me, um, funnier than me. I'm not funny at all. So, you know, like all these objective truths of to obviously people find different things subjectively, like better for certain things. But like when it comes to like funny, well, this person's funnier than me when it comes to like making more money. Well, this person makes more money than me when it comes to being taller. Well, this person probably taller than me and more stable than me and a happier person than me. You know, like there's like these list of categories. Like, why would you choose me when I'm like, here are my negative traits. So, yeah, I don't think I'll ever be OK when it comes to like the mentality that I have. And I don't want to have someone go through that. It's not only thinking about me, but it's thinking about someone else. Like if I didn't really care about how someone else felt, I'd be like, hell yeah, I'm going to be in a relationship. Fuck them. You know, they're going to, you know, I'll make it last as long as I can and be with them, whatever, who cares what they have to deal with. But I'm not like that. Right. So, but I think that's going to be the end of this topic. Maybe I'll bring it up one day in the far future when I change my perspective and I'll probably do, you know, just one long episode, but I wanted to, you know, end the conclusion of why I choose to be single, the finale, acting like it's a series, but I just wanted to do it in parts. So it wouldn't, it, this would have been like a two hour and 30 minute episode if I did it all together. And I probably would have got lost. I mean, I was kind of getting lost along the way, but it's fine. Hopefully I talked about at least the things that I wanted to touch on. Hopefully that's able to at least be relatable in some way or form. And even if not, like I said, this podcast is basically just a journal for myself. It's not really for any other reason, you know, it's not to make money. It's not to hopefully help someone, you know, although if it helps someone, that's cool too. But it, at the end of the day, it's mainly a, a digital journal that's out there for people to listen. And that's all I ever will be. You know, me being honest and vulnerable about things or just talking about whatever, right? So anyways, thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Have a lovely rest of your night or day and I'll talk to you on the next one. So be safe and bye.